What's going on, Radio Free Fan listeners, and welcome to episode 134 of the Radio Free Fan podcast, a gaming podcast. My name is Michael. Got my co-host Derek here with a fixed mic. We turned his mic around, so now we can actually hear him. So now with a uh, now with better audio. You're welcome. <laughs> Slash, I'm sorry. Oddly enough, man, the mic looks the same forward as backwards. So it's got this little like this little gold. It's a Rode NT1A. It's got a little gold circle on it that like points the right direction to show you what way's forward. We just don't check that. Like we just didn't check that. Like yeah, I, I feel like that could have been indicated a little better. I, honestly, like there's like a if you could just say front, like, I might get a label maker <laughs> and just put this way towards face. I think that would save a lot of problems. Like I don't know. Just I, a big arrows just talk here. The mic doesn't get moved a lot enough for it to warrant that. But apparently, I don't know. Probably going like the past four episodes where Derek had the mic backwards and. We'd have to sound check and like blast again, and so Derek's voice would sound all crazy. Whatever, here we are. It's fixed now. Simple problems, people. All you other podcasters out there, hope that you you can learn from our mistake. There's a little and pro the, tip there for you. A little pro tip for you there. Use the mic correctly. Yeah. We also got a powerful Scott. Let's see what's going on, Scott. What's up? And of course, Ryan. Let's see what's going on, Ryan. I'm fucking exhausted, but I'm here. Why are you so sleepy, mijo? Oh, dude, just been running my ass ragged. Also been sick since Adepticon. Oh, oh no, the Concred has like moved over into a con plague. Plague, yeah, yeah. Some sort of I'm just now better. I got better the last couple days. My wife Whoa. still has it though. She's mad at me. Oh yeah, you had to take like super drugs, right? Or no, you the combination of drugs made it like to where you were in a different plane of existence, right? Yeah, that was a fun story. So, I took uh, this over-the-counter cold medicine and maybe took a little too much. And also, I had, my stomach was really acting up. So, I took an antacid tablet, which suppresses your stomach acid. And this is total bro science. Totally bro science. Probably not even a real thing. But my only thought is, when you take that, you know, cold medication and shit. They always take you to tell you to take it like on a full stomach, I guess, so it doesn't like just fully absorb. So I have this theory that when I took that antacid, it like suppressed all my stomach acid and shit. So that medicine just goes in and just sits in your stomach and like fully absorbs. It doesn't like get broke down at all. So I got hit with like the full fucking force of it. And all I know is I woke up to go to work in the morning. Did not know where I was at. I was, like, on the fucking peyote trip from Young Guns when they're on the horse backwards. Okay. That's pretty much sure. what was going on. And I don't really remember making it to work. I fell asleep twice driving to work and, like, did the thing, like, when we were driving to Texas where I, like, woke up because I'm, like, off in the road, like, in a ditch and shit. Yep. So I, fin I finally make it to work. And I remember looking up at the clock, and I'm like, fuck, I got here a half hour early. I could have slept another half hour. It was like 5.32, and I don't have to be there till 6. And then that's the last thing I remember. And then I woke up on my steering wheel of my truck, and it was like 6.15. So I, like, fell back asleep for 45 minutes in my truck before I even made it out the door. And then I went into work and made it to my desk and then slept for, like, another hour at my desk just in my chair. <laughs> fucking awesome i wish i could fall asleep <laughs> in my chair i mean it was work. like total fucking narcolepsy i was like i've never experienced that because i'm a bad sleeper anyway so for me just to be able to like fall asleep sitting up in my truck like just trying to get the door open and then like fall asleep at my fucking desk with my head like this i woke up my neck was hurting 
And they were like, welcome back. The two guys I work with were making fun of me. <laughs> Where'd you go? Take us with you. <laughs> it was pretty unbelievable. I'm sure that we're going to have some listener that's like, actually what happened is very dangerous. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it was fucking, I could not. And like I said, I don't even really remember. I remember dozing in and out and that like, but none of the details I remember, like it's totally a blur. Went to another plane, man. Went to another, another Shooting level stars. of existence. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're on the, uh, on the way to feeling better and, <laughs> You now know how to cheaply get high. Everybody that's listening, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could scissor, <laughs> <laughs> just some good old fashioned cough syrup and antacids. Just mix them all up. <laughs> you heard it here. Ibuprofen, <laughs> ibuprofen, antacids, and over the counter CVS Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> to get you fucked up every time. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> uh, well. Glad you're starting to feel better, but it doesn't seem like your week's going to get any easier. So I feel better now. I just like still have that little bit like you're a little just tired and wore down from being sick for a couple weeks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm not like coughing anymore. My nose doesn't run. My fucking ears were so plugged I couldn't hear anything where it does that thing. It's like you have earplugs in where everything's all congested and plugged up. That sucks. So, but I'm over all that. It's good to go. Have my cold paint painting class this week. I pick up Henry from the airport in two days. You can celebrate Easter with him. Good Friday. All the yeah. fun stuff. Y'all gonna hide some eggs? You can hide eggs for Henry to find? Um Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's like, well fuck. Kinda have to now. <laughs> <laughs> we normally we'd hide them in the backyard, but since you're a grown up, we actually hid them in the goddamn forest. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we actually loaded up a scatter shot into this t-shirt cannon and fired them randomly in the forest. So we don't even know where they're at. So, okay. yeah, I've been pretty busy, man, working on my army for. Well, we'll get to that hobby progress. <laughs> what a what what would have to be in one of the like what amount of money would have to be one one of the eggs for you to go look. F- for eggs in the forest like if, we, if you knew one of the eggs had if i'm not too proud for five dollars five dollars you go look at <laughs> through a forest for fucking eggs yeah okay we know Derek's like per egg. okay hold up per <laughs> egg or like one of these eggs one of the eggs has money in oh it. uh like ten dollars <laughs> somewhere in the forest is a ten dollar egg Derek, you're fucking fired <laughs> you don't have any more self-respect than that we can't do this podcast again. ryan ryan what's your dollar amount what's your dollar amount one of those eggs got a what in it how much money? like go go through the woods and like fucking search the woods for one fucking egg with money in it and there's like like 90 other eggs in the woods too so like every and how many we... acres of woods are we talking about here uh let's say 25 acres of woods 10 grand 10 grand yeah grand there's a grand in one of the eggs a g-bar and i'm set <laughs> fuck it's just you by yourself looking i'm all set i don't give a fuck about it he doesn't get out of bed for less than ten thousand dollars <laughs> scott what's your number bro what's that number what are you searching the woods for eggs for the rest have little hershey's in them hershey's kisses <laughs> with the almond in it i'm gonna go back you to didn't tell me there was chocolate in the eggs fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hold on I get no, ninety. Her- I get eighty nine Hershey's kisses. Yeah, I'm a fucking fat kid. You know I'm out there eating Hershey kisses. 
What's your Dude, What's your number, Scott? Uh, uh, twenty five hundred bucks in the egg. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I would look for bucks. one day, and if I didn't find it in one day, I would fucking call it off. But you can pay me twenty five hundred bucks to fucking do anything in the woods. You. Pay me to fucking enjoy five bucks <laughs> be in the woods today. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know you guys' number. Derek, I'm a little worried about you. We're going to talk about your finances here in a bit. But... I mean, it's not fair to ask Scott that. Didn't you, like, jump out of planes and get yeah, shot at shit for way less money than that? <laughs> yeah. Way less than that. Shit. <laughs> Can't ask people, like, fucking you savages like you and Chris Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I do a lot worse for twenty five hundred bucks. Tell you that much. You need someone to go away, maybe. I don't know. People have accidents all the time. Twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> we'll put that egg money to real use. You want somebody gone? You let me know. Just don't go. Don't go put that egg in the woods. You just let me know who you want missing. I'll take them to the woods. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think I think I'd be right at like mm, probably like twenty two hundred. I think would be my number, just because I could justify like. It's a weirdly you specific number. With me about it, you know, I could be I could be reasonable. <laughs> so, so in my mind, it would be like twenty two hundred, but I could tell people that like you know you could like you could break that up. I could be like, hey, like tell two people there's a five hundred dollar egg out there. And then I get them to work for a five hundred dollar egg, like you. I get you and like apparently fifty of your friends to go out there, <laughs> who are also equally hurting. <laughs> now you want to know the truth of what would happen, and what? I know this because I've been married for long enough. My fucking wife would make me go. If there was ten dollars out there, she'd make me go. We'll we'll drive to fucking. We'll drive to Illinois to use a fucking $5 Kohl's coupon. That's just how my fucking life goes. I hate it. I want to blow my brains out, but it's like you just bite your lip and you go, all right, let's drive all the way to fucking Fishers to use this $5 fucking coupon. Sounds like logic. I've done gas math for, <laughs> for somebody before. I was Spent $20 like, on gas to use a $5 coupon. I was like, you want my truck to go pick? You're going to go sit. Like, you know my truck gets nine miles to the gallon. You want me to go pick up this Blake for you, and you're saving like thirty bucks on it. This isn't gonna work. Like this is not gonna. Like, we, we could buy here, save the thirty, but like gas money is not. We can't flip this. We can't turn this yep. around. Like, oh, it's real. Yep. But yeah, your ten dollar egg. You'd find, you'd go find a ten dollar egg, but it's yep. for experience, really. At that point, it's well, a I get good time. A, I get to eat Hershey Kisses and make my wife happy. So. Fuck, you can't, you know, that's kind of a win, right? A win-win. Uh, so anyway, who wants to start off with hobby progress? Let's talk about some hobby progress. And also, guys, I want to know y'all's number. Tell me tell me what y'all's number would be. <laughs> like, what what would what would have to be in the one that one egg that's in there in the 25-acre lot? And the, it's a wooded lot. And there's Weesatch in there, too, so it's also going to stick you a little bit. Oh, fuck. Gross. Yeah, Weesatch is fucking gross. And mesquite too. So anyway, we want to start off on hobby progress. I'll kick her off. Derek, kick her off. Tell me about this warlord in front of me. So I 3D printed up a Titanicus scale Lucius pattern warlord Titan. 
I found on Thingiverse an epic scale one and messed around with the proportions on it to get one that I was happy with. I got it set up next to the uh, Mars pattern one. Uh, this one's about a head taller, but the weapons seem to sit in about the right place. And uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah, man, for those of you that don't know, Lucius Pattern's Boxy Boy. Oh, yeah. A lot of the older artwork you saw of, like, the Warlord Titans and stuff like that, the ones featured in, like, the graphic novels and a lot of the artwork was just that boxy Lucius Pattern stuff. They look more like you would actually build a giant robot. You wouldn't make it look like a giant Christmas ornament. That's dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. That's fine. I don't disagree. That's why I went out and tried to do this. Yeah. So the the warlord class like I've I've been asking I asked them earlier what the warlord's name was from the graphic novel. And it is Dictatio. Dictatio, Imperius Dictatio. There it is. That sounds right. Very Titan name. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. That dude like that book really that graphic novel really goes into the shit that those princeps have to go through to fucking link up with those warlords. Hell yeah. And then they go through a warp tunnel and he's like Blah! That's when it gets bad. I liked it up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> then they fight titans that are the size. They fight bio titans and shit. Yeah, chaos bio titans. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. So the head and the quake cannon were a separate STL that was just straight up designed for the Mars pattern one. Okay. Oh, you can get the, this on the Mars pattern one. That looked dope. Yeah. Well, the rules for it are in Titanicus. It's everything that they can take in like the actual Age of Darkness. Wait. What do you mean? I mean, the Titan... Oh, for the Quake Cannon? Yeah. No, I thought you were talking about the head. I was like, the head makes a fucking difference? Well, no, but some people prefer the Lucius Pattern head to the Mars Pattern head. Yeah, no, I thought you were just saying that there's rules for a Lucius Pattern head in the in the, in the the Titanicus book. Oh, I don't think so. But I see what you're saying now. You're talking about that Quake Cannon. Yep. Man, Pop Goes the Monkey needs to get on that Quake Cannon life. Needs to design that bad boy up. Yeah. The blue tack doesn't hold on so well because it's meant to go in the Mars pattern housing. I literally just kept adding blue tack until it held. Yeah, that's what I would do. You know what I got to do? Oh, well. And then when it fell off, Michael would be like, oh, it's gone forever. Just print another one because that's how Michael does shit. (laughs) 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 Too hard to bend over and get that with this fucking printer's desk level. (laughs) Well, that went under the desk. (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just watching Michael mess with this and the blue tag is just giving out yeah the whole like I'm just touching it and it's just failing blue tag is just giving up yeah. I just want to go in and like add some more detail where I need it change up a few few more things like aesthetically and then uh, bug Michael and print it up on the photon yeah yeah you could definitely print up on the photon you could there's tons of YouTube videos that'll show you how to use it it's right in the other room you go to town <laughs> have a good time you just you can take it home if you want, to be honest. <laughs> like, I wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anywhere at home to put it. Oh. What, yeah. with, what with the fumes and uh, the UV sensitivity? Pat actually cleaned up the laundry room this past week, so it's all clean back there now. Nice. I might drop by and mess with it every now and then. So it's like uh, all the clothes are folded up back there, and so you can just, you know, make them all smell like resin. That'd be cool. <laughs> that's, that's permission. You all heard it. Yeah, you're good. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't done too much more painting. I did some dry brushing on my uh, my Mars pattern warlord for Titanicus, the Furians one. Y'all are gonna get into some fucking like Escalation League pretty here, here pretty soon, right? It sounds like Pretty was talking about that. Uh, probably. 
Like they're going to include like like if you like it's probably going to be like the most expensive escalation league I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Y'all are including Titanicus, <laughs> Horus Heresy, and Kill Team or something like that. Maybe I don't yeah. know. I haven't heard all that. I'm just like you're trying you to just, print up some bullshit. If you just print all your Titanic shit, it should be cheap. Yeah, you can print Titanicus terrain. Want. And there's only like three models for it, so it's not hard to print everything for the game. I have all three of them on Thingiverse. <laughs> there you go. God. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I know for a fact that no one going in this Escalation League has a 3D printer except for you. Well, I guess I'm at an advantage then. <laughs> so, it's the most expensive. <laughs> yeah, 300 bucks, you get all the Titans you need. Boom. <laughs> yeah, just unlimited Titans, baby. You get, you get Grandmaster box, or you can buy this other maker box. <laughs> this box that'll make you fucking cup holders and shit. <laughs> make your friends keychains, make them feel special. And, uh, they also printing announced... up some of those chaos chain guns tonight for all the 40k <laughs> whack dudes around here. There I showed go. showed somebody that or showed one person that STL and got my phone just started going ding 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 ding. Well, yeah, any nine of those. Yeah, need fifteen of those. You should put up nine and then take your hammer out and just go. So how much you charging them per? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. That whole situation. Eh, it's nothing new, bro. You know this. You know. Oh, this I don't stuff. care. I ain't mad. I'll make me. I'll make me some. A little bit of money on it. <laughs> some cash money. <laughs> yeah. I also announced some new stuff for Titanicus. Either to sometime this weekend. It's like a new book coming out and some different terrain. But none of the shit they actually promised. Like no weapon upgrades. No other alleged models yeah because they, they said we're gonna come out they fucked themselves in the ass last time talking about the upgrade kits and then they have to technically put it out and yeah they put it out and it sells and they're like we ain't doing that shit again <laughs> we fucked ourselves that's not how profit works at all <laughs> son of a bitch yeah who knew but that's cool man that sounds like a good time yeah. sounds like you've been printing i mean this model looks great i'm, I'm, I'm not mad it. i'm not mad at all about it did you use Ryan settings? Ryan, did you set them up, or is this all you, Derek? That's all me. Okay. Well, me and my boy YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> my 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 Ryan prints come out beautifully. I need to get a hold of those settings then. <laughs> this was like after. Are five you doing times. that on an Ender? You fucking savage! Get a photon. Well, I, I'm oh, just yeah. trying to prototype it, make sure I get the like scale of it right. Once I get it where I'm happy with it, then Sparrow I'm. Sparrow gonna... Michael's photon. He'll let you use it. Yeah, that's so, that's the plan. We just discussed that. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Well, that was back when your microphone didn't fucking work, and I didn't hear you, Mouse Boy. Uh, it was like four four seconds ago. <laughs> it, was, it happened yeah. literally right here. I wasn't paying attention to you. Sorry, still, you can't ask me to do all that shit. <laughs> You've been holding out some of that some of that leave. But yeah, that's all I've been up to. I've actually sat down and crunched out some other stuff I'm supposed to be working on. Love it. Fantastic. We still need to play. Uh, Kingdom Death. Kingdom Death, homie. Yeah, we do. So anyway, who wants next? Who wants in? Go for it, Scott. What are you doing, by the way? Me? Playing Connect uh, 4, some shit? (laughs) Sitting in my basement all alone by myself with this on a pile of boxes. So that's... (laughs) Playing One Man Connect (laughs) 4. Staring really intensely at a a tic-tac-toe. Fuck, this dude's good. (laughs) 
Danu. But, uh, <laughs> keep shut me down. <laughs> um, went up and hung out with Ryan last weekend and uh, went to the Big Cat Museum. Got to see oh, yeah. Museum? Rescue. Big cat rescue, bro. Rescue. Some of them are, you know, huge and healthy. Some of them got a case of the derp and are not so healthy. But <laughs> wow. But, you see Zeus? Um, <laughs> Zeus and his diabetes. <laughs> his diabetic fat ass. God damn it, man. That's a guy way off. But no, it was cool, man. Um, And then, in the meantime, I've been paying. I set aside 3,000 points of 30k shit to take up to of uh, Iron Hands to take up Ryan's if I can make it up there this upcoming Saturday. Supposed to be closing sometime this week, but if we don't close, then I'll tear out up there and play with everybody who's coming to uh, Henry's Force, hang out with those dudes at night and stuff. Um, kind of unrelated, but my tattoo artist who did my Legion sleeve did like my Iron Warriors and Iron Hands stuff on my arm. He called me yesterday, and I went and entered some of his work on uh, Villain Arts Tattoo Convention in Louisville, Kentucky. Like they they host them all. Villain Arts hosts music conventions all over the best, but uh, they were Louisville's turn, so I went in and entered uh, Ferris and Perabo and took home some prizes, man. Uh, one second place. Small black and gray, and well, my artist one, but uh, so happy to be on my fine looking ass. So, <laughs> like, I think that literally, yeah, swung them. So, Ferris won second place, small black and gray, and then Parabo won third place, large black and gray. Competition was pretty fucking stiff, so I'm just lucky I got a tattoo artist who knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. So, hell yeah. You just remind yeah. him next time you go in for that next piece. You just go, "Hey, I know what you're about to say. I fucking <laughs> know what you're about to say. Is this about to be a headless Ferris joke?" <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh wow! What? <laughs> <laughs> fucking! I sent a picture of it as it's getting done to Ryan, and he hasn't got to the head yet. Ryan's like, "Oh, well, just tell him to leave the head off. Save you some time. <laughs> yeah, save you, save you a little bit of cheddar." <laughs> Save a little cheddar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need all that. You don't, you don't need to find $10 in an egg. You can just save it by not having to do Ferris's head. <laughs> just keep it canning, bro. Keep it canning. <laughs> but, um, so I did that. I set aside, uh, about 3,000 points of Iron Hands for what I'm going to play this weekend if I can make it up there. So, come on, come on, fly. Um, and then for fantasy, what I've been working on i think the bulk of the shit i need to be flexible and play 2500 points now painting's done i'm happy with the paint job if you want to check it out check out wizards warhammer fantasy page type that shit in on uh youtube and i'll, I'll add you well, not youtube the other one facebook facebook yeah facebook face um yeah and i'll add you you can check out all my shit on there and feel free to post your own out there listening, you know, hobby progress can keep you motivated. So yeah, but um, I'm I'm pretty flexible. I can build a list around 2,500 points to 3K. So uh, 
I'm gonna now the hard part learning how, for me the hard part is learning how to play this shit again and not get my fucking ass kicked straight to the center of the sun immediately. Trooper Mike with the latest fucking John just stormed my castle and fucked up my dude. <laughs> him and his beautiful fucking uh bad moon. I don't know if they're bad moons or not. They're painted yellow. And I'm just gonna call them bad moons. They're his own uh, home tribe, but he has a huge goblin army. It's like ten thousand. He paints like heavy metal walls. Yeah, dude, I was looking at it, dude. A lot of that stuff was painted fucking gorgeous. He does not I mean, fuck around at all, Trooper Mike. So I just couldn't imagine, dude. All that work into each one of those little night goblin models. I was like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, okay, yeah, man. He doesn't fuck around, man. Trooper Mike is very dead inside, so that's how he can stomach those types of things. Corporate America has crushed any sort of light that ever came out of my soul, but he can he can now do those things um, very well. So he kicked my ass. My buddy Nick kicked my ass pretty good, too, but I'm slowly but surely learning all the tactics. Like Nick fucked me up first, but taught me some things about how to use fast cab. So I used those things to great effect against Mike, but I didn't use the rest of my list so well. So did that how, how fast did that uh uh how fast did that steam tank disintegrate into those fucking black orcs? <laughs> oh no, they can get charged by the black orcs. The steam tank is uh, something you use just kind of hold people in place. So we sat there in front of the trolls for about three Oh three yeah, years. the trolls. Yeah. Forget about that. <laughs> the shitty part about the steam tank is, is once it starts taking wounds, it's I won't get into nuts and bolts at all, but it greatly its damage output goes straight down the fucking toilet and start taking a lot of wounds. So you need to be careful about what um, other than that, I've I got my demi grips painted on war chicken. I like the, that unit a lot. It was a unit I mean you were talking about it a couple of you know six or seven episodes ago all these models that came out that we never got a chance to paint and play with well i painted those and i like them a lot and uh i think i'm gonna i need to I, you got to put in time to the fucking troops man like every fun unit i paint that's like two units of shitty ass fucking foot slogs i gotta paint i just gotta paint myself into it how bad it pisses me off yeah old substance to it, but that's just is what it is. But um, I'm gonna need like eight Adderall for the rest of this army. Yeah. God damn it! But uh, other than that, um, the other thing I was working on, what you were watching me do, is I like the Tomb Kings a lot. Like I, I had wanted to play Tomb Kings back in like fifth edition and sixth edition. They, they weren't the best back then, but. They were not as in dire straits as they are in this eighth edition book. They were pretty fucking rotten. They yeah. could like summon a bunch of shit and all that. Yeah. They weren't as dumb as vampire counts, but yeah. But now the eighth edition book, they're probably the worst book in the whole fucking game. So <laughs> the trick is, I'll I'm taking it on as a challenge. First off, I don't really give up. It's not like I'm trying to go out there and win fucking king nerd or anything. I'm just trying to be competitive enough that I'm not butt hurt about getting the shit kicked out of me every fucking game so 
I'm trying to find a way to play two kings like semi effectively while trying to source these incredibly hard to find fucking models. So uh I know Mantic makes skeletons ship, they just don't look as good as the GW ones do in my opinion. And I am uh on the hunt. I think I'm I'm trying to get Trooper Mike to fucking peer pressure his he has a buddy who has a big two king army and I just so happy to be able to fucking paint a lot of shit very quickly. So hopefully we can exchange some services and make some fucking magic happen. But uh yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here, I'm trying to figure out a good way to play these guys, it be fluffy and it not fucking suck. And uh quite a task ahead of me. I remember Aaron do you remember Aaron Tom's Tomb Kings? I did not he had like twelve fucking chariots, dude. He had so many fucking chariots that he got off of Barter Town. I never played fantasy with y'all. Oh man, well, that hey, army was fucking Aaron stupid. Toms, you know, to fucking all drop down there and distribute some free literature in the back of his board <laughs> if he needs me to. But these chariots, man. I think yeah, the I'm working with right now has ten, two units and five. So, oh my gosh. Now. It's just, the shit, the thing that really fucks them, what I understand everyone points out to me is they can't march ever, fucking ever, ever base speed. So before you get a march, you have to cast a signature spell. We can barely hear you, Scott. Kind of, kind of. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'll fucking hold it. But yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's gonna be a bitch. But I. At the end of the day, this is all for fun. So I'm not in a huge hurry to do that either. I, I need to paint my, my Japanese fucking army so I can kick Vince's bag of ass at War Games Camp, but that's about it. That's awesome. That's like, <laughs> I like how you just jumped into Tim King's life and like, now you're just going <laughs> to like... I'm just gonna fucking try and make them good. Force the square peg straight through this round hole in an irrelevant dead game, man. This Dude, for real, like for real. That's fucking what I was life thinking. has become. But I was like, there's absolutely no way that these rules will ever get better. And you're no. still like, just, no. you're gonna find like you're gonna tweak He's them, gonna find the lost tech for so long, and then finally you're gonna be like, somebody's gonna be like, holy shit, Scott made them perfect. They're beatable. Oh well, let's go, let's go play fucking eight. Let's go play eight Sigmar. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, yeah, that's my life, man. I fucking, you know, I just like the paint. I guess I don't know what to say. <laughs> I like painting shit, and the game just comes so secondary to me that I'm like, whatever. I'll fucking just eat it in every game I play, as long as I I'm happy with the way it looks. Perfect. As long as you're happy, I'm happy if you're happy. I mean, I'm I'm also excited because I get to see the outcome of what those Tomb Kings look like painted. Yeah, and I have a desert table with like big desert rocks and shit. And I was looking around on eBay, and people have made like Sphinx statues and shit I could use as terrain, and they would look fucking sick on that table <laughs> with a bunch of Egyptian shit. Before they're fucking we could probably print you up a bunch of shit too. Yeah. Yeah, like pyramids and stuff. Yeah, there's probably STLs for that. All over. STLs that was everywhere. the fucking most badass part about old Egypt, dude. People didn't get buried like fucking peasants. They got buried in giant, indestructible, timeless fucking castles. Well, I mean, the peasants got buried like peasants. 
worse, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, while out. trying to build those big-ass castles. <laughs> some of them got to be buried there by virtue of dying there. Yeah, That's some got to be While building it. Yeah. <laughs> some my favorite meme ever is it's it's like some Robert Faulkner quote. It's like, no matter what we do in life, we all end up the same. And it has a picture of the pyramids of Giza. It says, speak for yourself, peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I just, dude, I always thought about, like, how much it would suck to be, like, the Pharaoh's right-hand man. And it's like, oh, he's on his deathbed. And, like, the last thing the Pharaoh says is, like, you're so good. You're my favorite. I want you buried with me. It's like, whoa, bro. Oh, like, what? What'd you say? You want me to marry your hot daughter? Oh, okay. That's so serious of you. Every, sure everybody my, heard that, right? Make sure my right-hand man is taken care of and buried with me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you fuck. You old fuck. <laughs> oh, got Alzheimer's. He's fucking losing it. They can't. <laughs> I want to go to the next life with you. I want you to be buried in my tomb with me. It'll be a great honor. <laughs> Please don't do this. <laughs> Please, <I> don't. <laughs> Why are you like this? So badass. So anyway, Ryan, you want to talk or you want me to go? Uh, I can go. It's going to be long, though. You want to go first or you want me to go? I'll go because mine isn't that long. Okay. Uh, so I have been, uh, playing a shitload of Sea of Thieves, been playing with Vince as well, so, like, been getting a lot of gaming in, uh, total being assholes online. Once again, if you want to play Sea of Thieves with me, hit me up, because we look How fun is Vince to hang with, by the way? Oh, dude, it's, he's great. Vince is fucking hilarious, and... Yeah, cracks me up. He always brings a smile to my face. And, uh, dunking on, on people on Sea of Thieves who completely 100% trust you, and you betray that trust with them... And Vince's New Jersey accent says, "Kid dunked on you wieners." Oh my god, it's that's great. It's a, it's a fun experience. Like it just makes it that much better. And just look. Does anybody that you betray do they actually laugh? Do they think it's funny at a certain point, or are they mad the whole time? They're pretty fucking salty the entire time. Like pretty much the entire time, they're pretty fucking salty. Which Have you fair. recorded any of this and put it on YouTube on your oh, yeah. channel? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we we streamed the Saturday night. We streamed Saturday. Oh wait, no, no, no. Yeah, ice ice stream Saturday night. So you can hear Vince talking shit to everybody. It's ice trauma zero six on zero six on Facebook. You can listen to Vince bomb bearing people while talking shit to them, and like he also types out like messages to them. It's it's horrible. It's <laughs> it's good. And it's horrible at the same time. So did so, you yeah. do you got like fans? Is, do you have like a Vince fan club yet? Uh, uh, n no, no Vince fan club, but we've only done it for one night and it was <laughs> a lot of enemies, a lot of enemies. We got a lot of enemies that night. It was a good time. It was definitely, uh, we just went straight PVP all night. Uh, Vince, since Vince has played this game, he has earned nothing but blood money. Like everything he's got, he's stolen from other pirates who worked hard to get their money. And like, instead of doing the normal missions, like Vince has instead chosen the life of Pure savagery and asshole. But it's and called it, Sea of Thieves and it's pirates. Like should oh, yeah. everyone be doing that? Yeah, but we'd like we take it to another level of assholery. <laughs> so like you gotta like evil shenanigans. Evil shenanigans, yeah. <laughs> like the like the like waiting like there's <laughs> there's islands that you can go to that are skull forts that take like an hour to complete because you have to fight wave after wave of skeletons. We stayed parked far enough away to where they couldn't, like, 
identify us behind a rock. And as soon as we saw they were done, we went and attacked them. So like an hour and a half, they had to dump because... Hey, hey we... one second. One second. Before I forget. Could you use any of those, Scott? Uh, no. No? No. I just got my battle magic ones in today. So throw these away because I don't want them. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, right. you can sell them on eBay. There's other fucking idiots out there like me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so then we go dunk on them. It's pretty fucked up, but it's a good time. Uh, I wouldn't like it if somebody did it to me, but you know, well, it's the name of the game. It's not see your friends. It's not see your friends. Uh, other than that, man, I've been working on uh, my dwarves, my Dwarden, my uh, my dispossessed. Just, uh, just dwarves, man. Uh, I can't believe you're playing Age of Sigmar. God, that makes me so sad. I, I'm not playing yet. <laughs> I'm painting dwarves, really, right now. I haven't played a game yet. It's, uh, yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things, man. Like, I legit... It's like the only thing that's interested me in painting so far. I'm kind of thinking about getting into heresy. I've been thinking about a, uh, a Black Shields army that would be... Like uh, white scars who basically like had the had the blessings of the con to go be pirates and assholes. Like, hey, like, like I can't sanction you. I can't allow you to do this, but I can't stop you. But you go and do your thing. And I was thinking about like a like a white scars army that's just black shields. Like, just use black shields rules. Run a bunch of outriders. And then have them have a different color armor, but have them have like a, a their white shoulder pad with like a Primark size handprint on it. Just like get a bunch of decals printed up with like a red handprint, and then like you know. So you could maybe do something with there's these guys called like the Storm Lords or the Storm Giants or some shit. They were a 40k chapter, and they're a White Scars offshoot but they yep. have a huge rivalry with the white scars and it never does. Nobody knows why they have a rivalry. And they're the red and white instead of white and red ones, right? They're red, red, white, and yellow. I thought or red and yellow. Maybe they're primary red and yellow. They look pretty cool. Uh, 40 K storm, storm giants. Is that what they are? Yeah. Well, maybe not. No, no, it's not Storm Giants. Yeah, it's those guys. They're half and half? Half and half, red, white, with a yellow helmet. And they got a skull with three lightning bolts coming out of it as their chapter logo. Oh, do you see the Storm Lords are like the same thing? They're also half and half? How strange. With a yellow Maybe helmet. it is the same Storm Lords. Well, Storm Lords. Yeah, Storm a... Lords, that's who that is. It's the Storm Lords. So the Storm Lords and the Storm Giants are both half white, half yellow, half red. Somebody just got that wrong. It's the Storm Lords. It's that. Okay. So don't you think that looks pretty cool? I think that'd be neat to paint. Yeah, I'd be game for that. So. Oh, yeah. Storm Giants are, yeah, Storm Giants are successors of Salamanders. They can trace their history back to a time when Jagadi Khan hunted across the stars. Boom. Boom. So what, just paint up just like a straight up fucking chapter, but use them as black shields and then write these guys' backstory because it doesn't really 
I want to say that it's kind of a mystery as to why they don't get along with the White Scars. Mystery, bro. Oh, check this out. The Storm Lords were founded in the wake of the tragic events of the Horus Heresy in the early 31st millennia. Their gene seed was derived from the gene stocks of the White Scars, who famously defended the Imperial Palace. Uh, sharing their forefathers' battle lust and aggressive style of lightning warfare, the Storm Lords have never sought to be to best the deeds of their progenitors, and the two chapters often compete on the field of battle to amass greater glory. Okay. They were founded in the wake of the Horus Heresy. Yeah, but you could just say that well, they, all the yeah, your a lot Black of Shield guys or whatever, and then they when they they were still White Scar Black Shields or whatever, and then after the Heresy, they came back together um, for whatever reason, and then when they split everybody into chapters, those guys have already been like rogue for a while, so then they were split off again. Yeah, a lot of the chapters that ended up splitting off when they did the uh, Codex Astartes, a lot of them already existed within the Legion. Yeah, they literally just took companies and made them into chapters. I might do that then. I, I've, I've been like kind of like playing with the list. Basically, I was looking at a list that was uh, two assault squads, uh, two outrider squads, and a land speeder. Full you could speeder. use the Chimera one where they have like fleet and rage and shit. That would be good, and it would fit with your theme. Yeah, and then do the the super flamers on the outriders. That'd be fucking the Chimera one, or, pri- or Pariah ones, yeah. Pariah flamers on the outriders. Because I think it, what is it, you cause, you cause fear, and you gain fleet and rage, but you're and minus one ballistic initiative, skill. Minus one initiative, and then minus nope, one. Nope, uh, that's, that's the toughness strength one. Oh. Your, the one, that one is just minus one ballistic skill, but you gain fleet, rage, and, um, fear, cause fear. And I wouldn't even need ballistic skill if I was running a bunch of flamers. Yep, and then your assault marines who gives a shit about your ballistic skill 3 bolt pistols. No one cares. Then you can run terminators with combi bolters so they're twin linked and also not care. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into this because that would be fun to paint. A little half and half situation. With the yellow helmets, you already know how to paint yellow really well. Bam can paint up a bunch of them real quick. There you go. I've always thought they looked cool, too. It was always one of those chapters I actually thought about doing just because they looked neat. Yeah, kind of reminds me of the old uh, Salamander Apothecaries, where there was their right side, the one that has the Narthesium, was just red, so they wouldn't have to wash the blood of their brothers off of it. I don't know. But I don't think that was a thing during the Heresy. I've always liked those guys that were split half and half, though. I've always thought they looked cool. Like, the Howling Griffins are like that, too. They're yellow and red, but they're quartered. They always looked cool. And then, like, the I think it's the Nova Marines or the blue and white that are quartered or half and half, something like that. I've always thought that was a neat look. How fucked up is that pinky look? That pinky is messing that. <laughs> this whole picture is, like, he, <laughs> just, I can't even look at the model. I'm looking at this dude's pinky. I'm like, man, that model's fucking, who drew this? <laughs> I don't know. Enhance. Enhance. Was it you, C.S. Gato? Was it you, Gapthorpe? Who did this? There's All a right. Contemptor. Did you see the Contemptor done in those colors? Yes. Yes, I did. It's pretty cool. I just got to pick out which... uh it's half of the White Scars Contemptor. Which Mark armor. I could probably do Mark II on everything. Dude, I love Mark II. 
Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I'll look at the Primaris version. <laughs> but yeah, I have all those uh, danger speeders that I need to paint up. So bet you nobody's painted up danger speeders in Storm Lord's colors. Garen fucking T it. The old OSHA. Yeah, man. Have you, did you see the picture with like the, the eight rhinos painted the half red, half white? They look sick. Yeah. Imagine all the danger speeders. <laughs> Just painted up and super. I really needed a reason to use those danger speeders and <laughs> the kids. There you go. They uh, they needed to happen. Oh, cool! There's bikes. That's pretty cool. Oh, they painted the turrets yellow on those. Okay. Yeah. 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 You sold me. You sold me. I'll do it. I'll paint up the heads tonight. <laughs> <laughs> paint up like twenty heads right now. Let's go. He's lying. He's going to go over to those Imperial Fists he doesn't use and just break their heads off and be like, there's 20 yellow heads. Nice. Give me your blood angels. And <laughs> we're, we're taping you off. Half of you is going to be white. Done and done. Uh, and let's play. So, but yeah. No. He's going to go back to Sea of Thieves. And then go play some Sea of Thieves, baby. So yeah, that's what I've been working on. What about you, Ryan? Where you at? All right, so I haven't recorded since I went to Adepticon, so that was the thing I did. Packed up all my shit, went to Adepticon, unloaded it, set it up, everybody played on it, and then brought it back. So that was the thing. People seemed to really like that. Um, Met a bunch of really cool Swedes and Danes. That was a fucking blast. Those guys are maniacs. Uh, can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I brought, so did I tell you about Paolo, my experience? No. Please so, tell me about your Paolo experience. When I'm loading the van, right, so that I load most of the terrain and everybody's bringing it down to me and I'm just standing, staring, standing there with the van and they'd all bring all the shit down after we packed it up. They'd bring it down like five totes at a time on these carts and then I would load it by myself. So it's like 30, it's right at freezing. It's like 35, 36 out and kind of windy. And he is sitting on a bench with his wife right by the loading zone smoking a cigarette. And he's like literally bundled up head to toe, like almost like a full ski suit, fucking scarf. And him and his wife are freezing their ass off. They're shivering. And I'm li- I'm in blue jeans and a t-shirt and sneakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I walk over. And I'm like, hey, man, I just want to thank you for the weekend. Because I played in the Dust events there, you know, and, of course, they gave away gold prize support like they always do. And he actually played in the event, and his wife did, like, a paint judging thing and all this stuff. So I just walked over and shook his hand and, you know, told him thanks for coming and thanks for playing in the event. Thanks for everything you did and that I enjoyed his game. And I talked to him a little bit because I got four people into Dust at Adepticon. Um. So just told him that stuff. And uh, so the Swedes had had like seven cases of beer left over. Yes. Swedes and yes. Danes. Yeah. That they obviously couldn't fly back with. So they're just like, hey, you want this shit for your club? We'll load it in the van. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I like offer Paolo a beer. I'm like, hey, you guys want any beers? I got this whole van full of beer. And he's like, nah, all this. And then he was like, all he wanted to talk about was how cold it was and how I was in a t-shirt and I wasn't even shivering and it didn't bother me like at all. He's like, of course you're just out here in a t-shirt. Like I don't, I can't even comprehend what's going on right now. 
And he was like totally freaked out by it. And I knew he was because when I went back to load the van, I was still just standing at the back of the van waiting on them to come down after we'd already talked. And him and his wife kept looking at me and then like saying stuff to each other in Chinese. And then like he would like put his chin at me like I knew they were talking about me. And they were talking about it being cold and me like not shivering or caring. It was just funny. Oh, he's dying. Was... You'll see him dying. <laughs> he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. As long as you keep moving. Self -inflicting. It's not he's self-inflicting. <laughs> but uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, I did a lot more work on the barn. Uh, got my smoker out there. Got my grill out there. Put some chairs on the porch. I hung a bunch of shelves inside. When we got back, I made all the rest of the tabletops that we'll need for Chris's event. So I now have officially have the 24 tabletops so we can run a 48-man event officially. Um, I also bought a bunch of new totes and shit. And I have it set up to where I have 12 tables on the right side permanently set up. And then the other 12 tables that can go on the other side, I picked the ones that all use mats instead of top, uh, instead of like solid surface and designated terrain that would all fit in at least in a tote. And I basically took these big totes, these 50 gallon totes and, you know, wrote what is in there on top of them and put the mat and everything in there and then put them underneath the tables that are set up. So if I ever have to set the other side up, it's just a matter of setting the 12 folding tables up. Um, and I built like a bracket on the wall um, for the 12 for 12 additional tops that go on those tables and I took all those tops and cut them in half and put hinges on them so that they fold up real nice against the wall so it's just a matter of putting the tables out throwing the tops on them and then pulling those totes out right across the aisle and just sliding them over and opening a tote and everything in that tote is a whole table very it's cool. all labeled and ready to go uh I've printed a ton of shit there was a whole bunch of people at adeptcon that saw uh I brought some stuff that I'd printed. So I sold a few uh, things and a bunch of people wanted some other things printed. So I've just now cleared. I'm printing the last thing right now of something that people have, you know, wanted from me to print for them from Adepticon. So I finally got that clear. Uh, and I've been working on my black shields for Lincon. So it took me two full days. I probably got, at least 14 hours of just carving battle damage <laughs> into all my models because I carved 3D battle damage into all of them. So, like, putting bullet holes in them and scratches and scarring and stuff on, what was it, four javelins, ten assault marines, six jet bikes, all the crew for the javelins, and a character. That's, so. that's, a, that's a lot of 3D. <laughs> that's a lot of 3D damage, bro. Yeah. So I did all that and then got them all uh, airbrushed up so they're ready to go. And then I've been prepping for uh, Henry's class. Henry uh, Cold of Paint will be here uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for his class. And uh, Henry's showing up Wednesday. So I was just getting the house clean, um, getting all the beds made and everything like that and making sure everything's good to go, getting extra supplies for people. There's a bunch of stuff that people have mailed me so they didn't have to fly with. So, you know, just getting, making sure all that's good, messaging people, just a lot of logistics shit to make sure the class goes smooth. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. So, doing all that. Also, uh, this Polish guy, I didn't know that is friends with Matt Kane. 
he makes this uh, a gaming case called an A case. It's like a magnetic case. Imagine like a battle foam bag, but with a magnetic it's interior it's thing. Yeah. And so this guy messages me out of the blue. He's like, hey, you know, I make this thing called an A case. Matt told me to reach out to you. He wants to know if you'll demo it and then basically review it on your podcast. He says, you got a podcast. And I said, yeah, I'll do that. So he goes, well, do you care if I call and Skype you? I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. So I'm at work. So I don't really do anything at work anymore since this job debacle. I'm kind of in limbo. So I'm just like a warm body. So I just kind of wandered out into the hallway area. And this dude from Poland calls me, this stranger from Poland. So I talked to this Polish dude I didn't know for like, like an hour and 15 background. minutes on the phone. The background of your of your job looks like you're in a fucking Russian submarine. <laughs> yep. Just like yep. just imagine just imagine like the old like U five seven one, not even like a nuclear sub, like the old school like fucking World War Two subs. Like come on, like yeah, steam steamwork shit going off in the background. Yep. That's exactly what it's like. So. Yeah. Anyway, he mailed me this case that just showed up today, so I can't do the review today, obviously. I've not even opened it. You have to build it and stuff, but uh, I'm going to try it out. I can already tell you from the package, so this is like the size of a Battlefield 1520, so it's big. So right now I have the only magnetic case I have is a, uh, what's it, a Magnarack from Battlefield? Yep. Um, And it's heavy as fuck. Yep. This thing is when it's assembled, it should be about twice as big, and I can tell you it weighs like a third, probably. Damn. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm not even build it or open it out of the box, but all I can tell you from carrying the box around is it's significantly lighter than my one other experience with something that used magnets. You should put a whole bunch of models in there and then put it in the room with your Raptor. And then see see if it lasts. And if it does, He's what, else gold. Do, what else does he need? Yeah. We bought her a muzzle the other day so she can kind of try to be around people. <laughs> so I'm going to try that out. I'm just going to muzzle her and then just turn her loose on a game night so she can <laughs> run around and just mock bite people, just peck at you with her snout because she can't actually use her mouth. Like oh, I want to fuck you up so bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just like just just pecking your throat, right? You know yeah. what this means, right? You know, <laughs> she's pecking my throat. <laughs> like, just, yeah, you ain't bleeding though. <laughs> this isn't good. This is not how dogs are supposed to do. So we've we've used our smoker, Michael. We smoked some chicken. That's what you're saying, man. You're saying you smoked some chicken. Yeah. Uh, so. It was pretty decent. The outside, so the inside of it was really good, like as far as moisture and stuff, but didn't have great flavor. It just tastes like chicken. I mean, you could taste a little bit, but it wasn't great. The outside had really good flavor, but was dry as fuck. So okay. we'll figure it out. I'm, I'm yeah. Parquet, like this. No, not parquet. The spray bottle. I can't believe it's not better. Yeah. We'll fix you up, boy. Yeah. Well, also. Uh, I don't know if you do this for a smoker, but my grandmother, whenever she does chicken of any type, she always soaks it overnight in a thing of salt water. Uh, I soak my my, my competition brining. one. Brining. I, yeah, it's called yeah, it's called brining. Yeah, uh, I soak mine in a buttermilk. I make buttermilk chicken whenever I okay. compete. Okay, and it works very well. And you just soak it overnight and then cook it. 
with yep. the with the I can't believe it's not butter and it's good to go. Yeah, you got to season it too. And then you oh gotta... yeah, we seasoned it. We seasoned it with just like uh, Greek seasoning or like uh, seasoned salt or whatever is all like pepper and salt basically is all we put on it. Oh my. Okay. Uh, we'll get you some seasoning. <laughs> At least okay. fajita seasoning. At least fajita seasoning. Scott knows about that. Uh, that's your dad's stuff. Maybe that's what she used. I don't know. It had like a red look to it, like your dad's seasoning. Maybe she did use it. I don't oh, know. No, she no, seasoned no. it. That's 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 the that's like the rib seasoning. That's like the barbecue rib seasoning. The uh, the fajita seasoning is like is fiesta fajita seasoning. Whew. Whew. Okay. Looking at you, Byron. Brian Byers. You you know you know. Anyway. All right. Uh. But yeah, we'll get you some of that. Whenever I come down for Gen Con, dude, we'll uh. We'll, we'll break that smoker in right. Yeah. And then, uh, so I got to talk to um, some really cool people at Adepticon this year at Booths. I, I met Dale, the guy who runs Hardware Studios that Scott gets all his shit from. And um, he's, for one, he's super nice, super cool guy. His shit is great. He basically, his booth basically sold out. Um, all the Adeptus Titanicus people hit him up because his stuff, even though it's for Biotech, it works great for that too. And he literally like basically sold out his booth. Um, we bought, I mean, I didn't really need anything cause Scott already has like everything from him. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to buy some shit from him just cause I need to do my own table using some of that terrain just so I have a table of it too. Um, I can't promise anything because I literally just had a Facebook message from the guys today, but there's two guys that I guess are local to this area that run a bunch of Battletech Alpha Strike events, and they're wanting to start having them here at the barn. I guess they found out we play Battletech or whatever and have this space. So one of them is supposed to come up, you know, one day in person because he was like, what would it take to run events there? And I'm like, well, you should at least come up and see the space and make sure it's what you want. And then um, we can look at the terrain that I have available and tops and stuff and then talk about what you have and then maybe what we would need and, you know, what I can print and this and that and see, you know, how many people and all that and just talk about it. And um, if everything works out, we maybe start hosting some Alpha Strike events here, which would be cool. You didn't play any, uh, you didn't play any Battletech while you were at Adepticon? No, my partner who was supposed to play Biotech with me all weekend, bought a house instead, so he was doing adult shit. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Yep. Dude, I'm down to play that Alpha Strike uh, tournament as well, because I want to play with more shit than we typically do. That would be cool to be able to bring out you know, a lot of the toys all at once. And I think Alpha Strike is, I don't know if it's intended to be played like this, but it works really well on a hexless map. It's it's fully intended to play that way. They don't even have hexes in the game. It was fully designed to play that way. I like that a lot. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I reread the rule book uh, this week. I read the whole Alpha Strike rule book again. I've also read like six more Battletech novels uh, since I'm in limbo at work. I've been doing I, a lot of reading. I got a bunch of tanks in from Steel Warrior Studios that I haven't put together. They're uh you know, counts as demolished and stuff. Did a great job. They look awesome. Shout out to Are they six mils? Yep. Cool. I'm supposed to teach Henry how to play classic and Alpha Strike this weekend. So looking forward to that. 
Oh, Harvey's going to play some dust. You want to play some dust? Get me yep. into some dust action? Well, he you played, played last time events. and loved it. So, yeah, I played in dust events. I, I, uh, <laughs> I would have went undefeated, but I got beat by my apprentice. One of the guys I got into that weekend and helped him build his army and actually helped him borrow shit and all that stuff. And then while he was playing me, I was kind of coaching him and giving him some tips, and it fucked me. I ended up losing. <laughs> the <laughs> Marines right, beat it's... the Falchimjäger? My God. No, 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 no. I was playing Desert Scorpions, and he was playing IJN. Oh, okay. He bought his own shit. It was Thor. So Thor, oh, if you're okay. listening, Mr. Johnson, Thor Johnson. Um, <laughs> that's his name. That's his real name. Oh, it's Chase's man. it's Chase's brother in law. So Chase and Thor were like my uh roomies for Adepticon. We shared room and uh we also convoyed up together and they stayed here the night before Adepticon and the night after. Uh and man, they were fun to hang out with and I got them both into dust. They both bought armies. Chase got into the Indac and Thor got into the uh IJN and they already got like full blown more than 100 points already and they've already been playing like they've sent me pictures and shit where they've been playing on weekends down there mm-hmm. yeah. so pretty cool fucking and IJN man dude they're good the fucking ninjas are no there's no joking around that goddamn railgun it's awful it just like every time it shoots at something something dies like that needs to go I'm just glad they don't have any pilots that make it better you know Oh, God. Well, just... they don't die. The problem with those stupid walkers, they got so much life. They got like eight life or some fucking thing. I feel like I just shoot and shoot and shoot and they just don't die. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, there's, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Like the only, like the only hard counter is like something worth like 25 points. Like you got to pay like expensive points if you want to hard counter it. Yeah. And then it's like, or you'll just, well, that's not shit. true. I mean, if I actually, shoot my desert scorpion kill squad at it they die well you just gotta get them there bro well that's easy with your little fucking eight point truck i mean you spent 18 points i guess total on that but you are getting two units and he he can stay on one side of the table and just go i want that gone no you can't (laughs) not on two maps that that's gotta go i just drive i drive my jeep up the five squares and then get out three and i'm one square away from the edge of the board and shoot whatever Okay, yeah, you are playing on two mat at the event. I know you're playing. Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll get there. Yeah, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like playing here at my house. I mean, of course, I have a lot of you know we play on terrain heavy board. Um, man, I'm not gonna lie. After playing both and playing in an event and doing whatever, I'm I'm all set on. I still I think that the superior way to play the game is six by four gridless. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, no, nobody's arguing with you. Except so. Halo. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I mean I'll play gridded or whatever, but after playing both and seeing the difference, like there's just so many units that being on a grid it just fucks them over. Just the fact that you're playing on a grid. And then when also when you only play on two things it just makes like half the shit in the game feel useless. Like, things that I'm used to, like, actually being able to use and do things with, I tried them out on that little bitty grid, and I'm like, well, these things are fucking awful. They work totally different. Like what? Uh, uh, Punisher, 
Like anything that takes up four squares is dog shit. You might as well not take that stuff. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, and then the jump, the jump pack German guys. Those guys are pointless. They're so good and gridless because you can always find some fucking height advantage somewhere and just ruin somebody's day. And then you play on one of their little maps and it's like, well, we're playing on a tablecloth with some coasters on it. And like everything gets to move as far as these guys and they don't really have anything to ignore height on. Like that's not really a thing. So why would I pay extra points for these guys when I can just run? So it's just dudes. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's just dudes running around. Yeah. So I like just certain things didn't really work out. So but man, yeah, I gotta I gotta have a special shout out to the fucking Swedes and Danes, man. I had so much fun with those guys. I hung out with those guys most of the weekend. Um I wanna go wanna, to Sweden bad, man. The Christopher uh from the old world lives, and those yep. guys, I really want to go over and visit them and throw some fucking dice. Yep. Well, I'm going into May for Lincon. Nice. Well, send my love. I will. If it's fun, we can go, maybe you can go next year. We'll just go again yeah. next year. You said it's fairly cheap, right? Like, it's not very cheap. Yeah, it was like, I think to fly there and back for it, per person, it was like, like 500 bucks. Okay. Yeah. 600 bucks. It's not bad. It costs um, about that to go. It's, what is it, round trip? Maybe 1500 bucks. Like that per person. So it's actually pretty cheap. What are you talking about? Uh, the only other time I've ever flown to Europe was Italy. That's like 1500 bucks per person. Yeah, it's way cheaper than that to go yeah. to Stockholm. So, but uh, I'm. we ended up, we're going to, so... Uh, I really hit it off with this dude named Sebastian. He's from Copenhagen in Denmark. So, um, got a new uh, boyfriend over there. So we've been to watch his ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a lot taller than me, and I'm not sure I can reach it. So I think he's safe. Just saying. <laughs> Fucking big one. Those Danes are not small people. Every <laughs> single one of them. I think like. I just stared, like, I literally went up and was just staring at their fucking, like, right in between their titties all weekend long. That's about where my head comes. Yeah, (laughs) all of them. So, yeah, we we had a great time. I took them to Lou Malnati's Pizza. I took them to Weber Grill. They had to go. We walked one night. They kept talking about this sports bar. They had to get to this sports bar to do this thing from last year, and I didn't really understand what they were saying. And they kept going, oh, it's down here, it's over the highway, but they didn't know the name of it. They kept going on Buffalo and on Wild. and on. It, yeah, it's fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. So, oh, yeah, last year we, everybody walked to Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we finally get there, and I'm like, oh, this is just Buffalo Wild Wings. And then Eric, I guess he's literally been, like, training for a whole fucking year to do this wing challenge because he failed last year by two wings, and Zach did it, and Zach gave him shit for not being able to do it. So this that's all he, I guess that's all he's talked about for a year was over there in it's fucking the place Denmark. That serve the wings of the buffalo yard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he did it this year. He had eight seconds to spare. He did it with only eight seconds left. So we were all really proud of him. Also, I had it's the middle of March Madness, so I had to explain to them what March Madness was. I still don't think they understand. I don't think I explained it very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, she poops at parties. Yeah. So, but man, it was they were 
fucking hilarious and a lot of fun. So big shout out to those guys. And I can't wait to see everybody again at Lincoln uh, if you're listening. So we're going to go. We have to fly into Portugal. So we're in Portugal only for like a day. And then we're going to go on to Sweden. And we're going to be in Stockholm and then go down to Linköping. And then from there, take a train over to Copenhagen and be in Copenhagen for a few days, which Copenhagen is in Denmark. So we're going to be in Denmark, Sweden, and Portugal. Dig it. Sounds like a trip, man. Sounds exciting. You should go uh, check out the Dust War Journal, guys, while you're there. Uh, uh, okay, I'll say hey. They'll be they'll be at Lincoln. Yep. Get so. your get your dust on. And I'm pretty sure Piello would be there as well. There was a lot of news to come out this past week from. Uh... Yeah, he had that big live stream thing. I I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the photos and shit. I need to watch the live stream. They basically announced all the Vril, man, like all what all the Vril are going to look like. And it's basically just pumped. like super fucking hot chicks with like a super like, yeah, they got like, like little, like, what do you imagine? Like, in imagine a hot supermodel chick in the Mars attacks outfits. Yeah, pretty much like from like the eighties. It was like, Oh, I'm just an alien. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. God damn. Awesome. And they're like, they have space Vespas and shit. They're going to be pretty crazy. And then you actually have like a real Vril, like, and then they also showed a picture of uh, those big, like, four-armed apes and shit. They're pretty scary, man. They're like, some of the shit coming out is pretty fucking ridiculous, but cool. Yeah. I'm pumped. I like it. I like that. I like all the new tanks that they're coming out with, that they're going to have a lot more tanks in the game. Oh, um, the E-series shit, man. It's going to be wild. Well, all that, and then they're actually going to do, like, a T-28 tank instead of just, like, the uh, the E-7 Walker or M-7 Walker. So they're just basically taking the M-7 Walker and de-walkering it back into what it, they based the walker off of. Man, I'm glad you're on the Vril train now. I thought you were, you used to not be about that at all. No, I'm not about the wizardy shit. Like, I, it's hard to not be about the aliens, because that's what the whole fucking universe is based on. They crashed, and that's what caused it. So I'm kind of fine with that. The mythos shit, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cool, you want to play with toys? Like, that's fine. I guess they're <laughs> I'll play with miniatures. That's all right. I play Desert Scorpions, and they shit all over Mythos. It's like get that shit off my table. I've tabled this one poor Mythos player. They we had uh, reserves in the last game, like where everything in the scenario, everything in the scenario got reserves one. So you basically you're playing a 200 point game, but like you had 100 points and then yeah, shit died. Got to got come back. Yeah, right. Plus your bonus. So I killed. I tabled him twice inside of four turns. So I killed 220 points worth of Mythos in under four turns with my Desert Scorpions. With what, your kill teams or your... Yeah, kill okay. squads. You just demo packing them or what? No, the kill squads are the phaser ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, getting lucky with those rolls then. You ain't getting lucky. You don't have to get... You roll so many fucking dice. So, oh, cool, tank seven. Well, here's three dudes with uh, SMGs, so that's six dice to each do two. Scott's got to go. Are you guys? Later, Later, Scott. Bye, Scott. Did you fight an avatar of Cthulhu? Yes. Big fucking avatar of Cthulhu. That you that, that thing twice. Jesus Christ, that's so ridiculous. I have so many of those kill I squads. Literally rolled up on it. Just fucking shot it to death with kill squads. Like, it's like it can only move so far on the table. So all I have to do is like you know count a few squares and go well. I'm one square away from where it can hurt me, and they don't have any fucking shooting, so I just sit in my truck, and then 
I'm at a threat range where I can drive my truck five and then get out three and then shoot another four. So I'll just sit here for this first turn. Okay, you can't do anything to me. Oh, look, it's turn two. All right, well, I'll uh, just fucking roll these guys up and shoot you and just make sure I do it from a range that when you move this fucking Cthulhu up, I can just uh, bring these guys off of, uh, what's that called, the reactive fire and just shoot you yeah. with another one. Oh, look, it's dead. Go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> Ooh. That's all it takes. Ooh, you shouldn't have done that. That's so, dope, dude. And then all their little cultists, it's hilarious because the cultists can't hurt. Surprisingly enough, they don't have anything to hurt Tank 2. No. So you want to know what's really bad? When you can just drive around and bully people with those little fucking trucks, like, <laughs> with no repercussions. Like, and so I literally have a swarm. I think I had, like, fuck, how many did I have? I had four transport trucks, a mortar truck, the phaser truck. And a tank hunter truck. So was that seven trucks? You yeah. know how many guns those fucking things have. Yeah, like and I just piece. yeah, yeah. Three, so I just shot to death. I just he because he basically has three big monsters and then like a bunch of cultists. So I just like kept kill squatting, and I had Greg and Izzy in the phaser truck, and between the phaser truck and the three kill squads, I just shot to death all the big monsters, and then literally the cultists at that point. I could just, with impunity, just chase them around with trucks and roll like a million dice at them. Jesus. <laughs> just <laughs> just disintegrating cultists one at a time. Just, oh, it was bad. It was so bad. Just 30 cal machine guns against people in hijabs. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Woof. Look at Apache helicopter. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, it was bad. And and I knew, and, it, you know, it's just a matchup thing. Like, it wasn't like I chose my opponent. Uh, so, James here at our game club, he plays Mythos 2. And I've only played him once with Desert Scorpions, and I tabled him in two turns as well. We played 110 points, and I killed him and just tabled his army in two turns. Yeah, and, am I running Rasputin or anything like that for reactivations yes. of avatars? Yep. yep. It did not matter. Damn. I figured that avatar would be up in your dick so fast. Typically, you shoot it and get it down to one or two wounds, and then even if they win activation and go to do anything with it, you just reactive fire it and kill it before it does anything, because that's do everything close combat. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't... Because it, it has, like, what, like, 13 wounds, 20 wounds, something like that, something crazy? No, it's, like, 12. The avatar... Well, the Avatar had, like, massive wounds. The Spawns have, like, 11, I thought. No, the Spawns have 9. 8 or 9. Look it up. I am. I'm pulling up right now. With this sweet, sweet Dust USA app. Or Dust and List app. No rule books to purchase here. Nope. Just sweet, sweet crashing apps. <laughs> <laughs> Did it crash? Oh, no, because I went to planes. That's why. Yeah, 15, 15 wounds on the avatar. Yeah. And then he's got to explode. Damn, 15 wounds. That's a lot to deal in a turn, though. Well, he doesn't have damage resilience. He does not have damage resilience. So the other, the Neuroleftep one has, like, 11 or 12 wounds, but with DR, I actually think it's harder to kill. And I've killed it repeatedly, too. 
Yeah, but this one's got the devour, man. With 12 yeah, it attacks. To, it has to make it somewhere. It's not an expert or anything, is it, on those attacks? Mm, no. no. So it's usually getting three, four wounds back? That ain't shit. That's like two phaser SMGs. Yeah, so it's 12 attacks. Getting Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, every time I've played it, I've shot it, got it down to like very few wounds, like four or less, and then it goes to attack me, and it moves, and then its movement is its first action, so then I interrupt it with reactive fire on it before it gets its second its actual attack action, and just shoot it to death again with another kill squad. And so your kill squad's getting what, 3-1, right? 3-1 against it? No, 1-3. One, 1-3, three. One, three, right? Two guys get 1-3, and the other three guys get 2-2. Two, two. Because the SMGs are 2-2 two, two against it, and then the, the big phaser guns are 1-3. So you're getting six dice that each do two, and then two dice that each do three. Okay. And remember, I can make my I can make all three kill squads expert for a turn. Ah, okay, okay. I was like, damn, I was like, those numbers aren't adding up. But if you can make them expert, that makes way more sense. Because a lot of, like, because if they're running the... Uh, if they're running the platoon, they're taking away uh, sustain sustain fire sustained from attack. you. Yeah. Okay, which they do. They always have to. But then the problem is they got all their points in these three big monsters that I can kill for less points than one of their big monsters with my three kill squads. Yeah, but the, it's the healing thing. The whole devour thing is like really the fact that they just get all that back once they annihilate a kill squad. You know, they bring back five in. Or br- actually bring back six in because they'll kill the truck too. But no, I get I get where you can kill them down with just a f- fuckload of phaser spam. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Just like you kill a tank with a yep. fuckload of phaser spam. That's cool. Glad you're having fun. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you're having a good time. Either way. So. Yeah, I'm glad you had a good time at Adepticon. Yeah, that was fun. And they got more people in the dust. Well, anything else? Anything else we're going to talk about? I think that's it, man. I'll review this A-case when I get a chance after I use it, and I'll maybe we can get Henry on the show this weekend. Yeah, powerful little Henry with his uh, sweet, sweet haircut. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm making him get it cut. Taking him to my barber and being like, hey, help this man. (laughs) I don't know how he made it past customs. It's it's not his fault. Just just fix this. Yeah. I told him that because we did a, for the class, he did a uh, live stream, like like a question and answer thing uh, last week for the class, like any last minute questions or whatever, like did a live stream, which I thought was a cool idea. Um, So, but... You know, of course, he has a camera on him, and I saw his hair, and I'm like, what are you doing, bro? We're going to get that fixed. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take you to my barber. He's 88 years old. He's been cutting for yep. 68 years. Nah, he's retired. Day. It's the other guys that work there now. There's a guy that looks like Hillbilly Chuck Liddell that works there. <laughs> <laughs> that guy does not sound like a reputable barber, but all right. That guy uh, sounds like he has a story that... <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't need to be told. But. So, 
Well, cool, cool. Well, I'm going to get some food is what I'm going to do. I'm hungry. Yep. He's got to work. Me too. So. Me too. We'll catch you guys yep. later. Y'all have a All good right. one. Later, guys.